This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. All the congressional members for Alabama have been coalescing together over the recent seizure of property belonging to Vulcan Materials Company out of Birmingham. On March 14th, the Mexican government took over a port and facility on the Yucatan Peninsula that has been owned and run by Vulcan Materials for decades. Alabama congressional delegates have now sent a letter to the Mexican government calling the seizure an illegal occupation and saying it was done for the purposes of benefiting a Mexican-based rival company known as CMEX. That company was still in negotiations for a new leasing contract with Vulcan. Congressman Gary Palmer initiated this letter to Mexican Ambassador Esteban Montezuma and also requested an immediate meeting with that ambassador. Governor Ivey has submitted a proposed budget regarding the Education Trust Fund that includes sending $5 million to the World Games. The list of supplemental appropriations were presented by the governor's office to the Alabama legislature. A total of $164 million would be sent to the Alabama Department of Commerce from the Education Trust Fund. $5 million of that is listed as a one-time expense for the World Games. The 2022 World Games in Birmingham racked up a deficit of $14 million. The city of Birmingham has appropriated $5 million of their funds to help cover some of that deficit, and the Jefferson County Commissioners have allotted $4 million from their ARPA funds to cover the shortfall as well. A bill that places mandatory prison sentences onto any fentanyl trafficking conviction has passed the Alabama House and now heads to the state Senate. HB1 is being sponsored by State Representative Matt Simpson. The bill tightens up penalties for those who are charged with trafficking the deadly drug of fentanyl. If someone is found guilty of selling 2 to 4 grams of fentanyl, there will be an automatic prison sentence of 10 years and a $100,000 fine, over 4 grams, and the mandatory minimum goes up to 25 years in prison and a half a million dollar fine. 8 grams or more brings a life sentence, and a second offense in trafficking the drug will also bring additional fines and years in prison without probation or parole. Some state lawmakers are seeking to make pregnancy a tax-deductible event. HB 182 has already passed a House committee. The bill would allow for an Alabamian to file taxes in 2024 and claim a pregnancy as a dependent. In order to make sure a pregnancy claim is accurate, the bill does require the applicant to have a licensed health care professional sign a document that is sent into the Alabama Department of Revenue. A dependency claim would amount to about $1,000, similar to a child-dependent claim. The bill at this point does not clarify what is done in cases of miscarriage or even an out-of-state abortion. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the CEO of TikTok was before the House Energy and Commerce Committee this past Thursday. Xiaozi Chu was questioned by many Congress members about the social media platform and its connections to the Chinese Communist government. Here's just one from Florida Republican Neil Dunn. Mr. Chu, has ByteDance spied on Americans at the direction of the Chinese Communist Party? No. Uh, I, Madam Chair, I'd like to enter into the record uh, this October 20th, 22, Forbes article entitled TikTok Parent Bite Dance Plan to Use TikTok to Monitor the Physical Location of Specific U.S. Citizens. Without objection, sir. Thank you. Uh, the project assigned this to a Beijing leaded team, and they were going to follow individual American citizens. I ask you again, Mr. Chu, has 
ByteDance spied on American citizens. I don't think that spying is the right way to describe it. An attorney involved in the case surrounding Donald Trump and the Manhattan district attorney says that if there ever is going to be an indictment, it would come next week. Alina Habba spoke on Newsmax about the issue. I would assume that the grand jurors are getting frustrated, feeling perhaps like they're being lied to and that they're not getting a full picture of what is going on. And I think that they're seeing that there's a lot of discredit. Discredit. Uh, Bob Costello went in on Monday. He said that he had spoken to Michael Cohen. He's lied. He said that Michael Cohen was suicidal and was petrified to go to jail. Why is that important? Because that means he would say anything to get a plea deal. Look, if I ever have a case and Michael Cohen's my key witness, just disbar me right away. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Donald Trump took to Truth Social on Thursday and posted a picture of a document related to this case. The document is a letter that's dated from 2018 and is written and signed by Stormy Daniels. The adult entertainer is at the center of these charges from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Bragg is seeking to charge Trump with campaign finance violations for making a payment to Daniels that he is classifying as hush money ahead of a presidential campaign. However, the letter written by Daniels continues to maintain claims that she made as early back as 2006 that she never had an affair with Trump. There are some developments in the election case over in Arizona. Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake has been in a legal battle to challenge the results of the 2022 governor's race that she had against Democrat Katie Hobbs. The Arizona Supreme Court did rule on some of the complaints brought by Lake's legal team. In particular, they issued a ruling that a lower court must determine if Maricopa County followed the required signature verification process during the mail-in ballot timeframe. Lake released a statement on the judge's ruling saying the verification of signatures is the only security measure in place in that state for mail-in ballots and that her team has been informed by whistleblowers in Maricopa County that this is a critical area to review. A universal school choice bill has passed the Florida State Senate and now heads to Governor Ron DeSantis' desk for signature. The bill will create state-funded vouchers for students and remove all income caps over time. Parents will be allotted $8,000 in an education savings account to use for education-related expenses, whether it be homeschooling, private tutoring, private schools, or charter schools. The vouchers will be rolled out gradually, starting with low-income families first. Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to sign that bill into law. And the former director of the Center for Disease Control, Dr. Robert Redfield, has been predicting that gain-of-function research is going to result in another huge pandemic that will make COVID look like small potatoes. Redfield spoke on The Hill TV's rising program. Yeah, first I want to be very clear because Tony Fauci and I have been colleagues and friends for over 40 years. I do believe that Fauci and Collins are uh, are working in what they believe is in the best interest of science. I happen to totally disagree with them. Uh, They are strong advocates of -of gain-of-function research. I'm a strong advocate for a moratorium on gain-of-function research because I do believe it's very probable that this pandemic was a direct consequence of science. The reality is the U.S. government funded this work. NIH funded it, USAID funded it, the State Department funded it, and the DOD funded it. So the United States funded the research, and the scientific community, largely in America and Europe, fostered the gain-of-function research which was the basis for which this virus came. Prior to gain-of-function research, the only way new pathogens came in to the human species was spillover. But now in the presence of -of gain-of-function research, where you can take a pathogen into a laboratory and change it, then no longer does the species barrier really define 
the event in humans, it can actually come. And I do believe the next pandemic, and we're going to have another pandemic, and I think it's going to be the great pandemic. I consider COVID a minor pandemic. The great pandemic is going to come, which will be much more brutal uh, to the world than COVID was. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out 1819 News, the podcast with host Brian Dawson, as he and Allison Sinclair talk to Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville about the recent seizure of the Vulcan property in Mexico. What worries me is somebody's going to get involved from other countries, such as China, and they're going to come in and say, listen, we want this deep water port. We'll give you this or that. Now, I'm just speculating. I don't know that that's happening, but I will tell you this. I just returned... Uh, yesterday from Panama, uh, down visiting with the government of Panama, which uh, they're being offered all kind of things from the Chinese government. And people don't realize that 70, 80 percent of the things that go through that Panama Canal leave the United States of America. We could not run a country if we did not have a passage through the Panama Canal. So we're talking about Mexico. We're talking about Central America. We're talking about South America. All over South America, the Chinese are moving in. They are our adversary. They hate the United States of America, and they want to be the number one superpower of the world. And we're asleep at the wheel. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the daily detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of the daily detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about the daily detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 